In this sicha, the Rebbe is dealing with the mitzvah of Micah, of building a guardrail of fence around one's roof. The Pasuk says, You build a new house, you have to make a fence around the roof. This Sifri says it's in the word bias. We also come to include the Heichal of the Beis HaMikdash also needed to have a fence around the top. The question is, we know that the Gemara tells us, and the Halacha is, that from the word Gagecha, your roof, it comes to actually exclude uh, the roof of a shul or of a Beis Medrash. And if that's the case, because it's not your roof, if that's the case, the roof of the Beis HaMikdash is also not your roof. So just like a shul doesn't need a fence, the Beis HaMikdash shouldn't need a fence. The Ragachover answers that the obligation of the fence is, comes into effect right when the house is built. Now by the Beis HaMikdash, the way it worked was that they first built from the materials that weren't yet made holy, weren't sanctified yet. Only after the full Beis HaMikdash was built, then they would consecrate the materials, make the whole thing holy. For various different reasons, as the Gemara explains. So in the beginning, it doesn't have that Kedusha. And therefore, at that point, when you made it, it's Chayev in the Micah. But the Rebbe has two questions on this. Number one, the reason why Beis HaKnesses and the Beis HaMedrash are exempt is because it's not your house, because it doesn't have an owner, not because of the Kedusha of it. So therefore, what difference does it make when the Kedusha started? Number two, even if it would be Chayev right when it was built, because it didn't have the Kedusha, but as soon as it got the Kedusha, it should now be exempt. If you have a house that turned into a shul, so when it was a house, it needed a roof, the fence around the roof, and, and then when it becomes a shul, it does not need. So why are we saying that the Heichel needs to have a roof? Uh, uh, it sounds like the Heichel, as it's in the base of English, needs to have a fence around the roof. So the Rebbe says the explanation is based on a Rashi. Rashi explains that the reason that the shul doesn't need a fence is because there's no one really that has any ownership on the shul. Because any person, even from overseas, has the same rights to the shul like the people in the town. In other words, that although it's true that when there's a house that's owned by partners, so every partner, so the partners do have to make a roof, but that's because each one of them actually has a part in it and they're both obligated to make sure no one's going to fall off. But in the case of a shul, where you have the people in the city that build a shul, it's not theirs personally, it belongs to everyone else. There is no one that we could say, is obligated to come and put up this fence. Very different to partners where we say they're both owners, and now we have to make sure that there's a fence. Here, there is no one to obligate in making the fence because all people in the world have the same rights to it. What about the Beis HaMikdash? By the Beis HaMikdash, it's more similar to partners. Because David HaMelech, when he bought the place in the Beis HaMikdash, he bought it with money that was taken from all the Shvatim, from all of the Eden. In a similar way, the Beis HaMikdash itself is built from the donations of the public. And therefore, it's more like partners that everyone has a part in the Beis HaMikdash. Every year is a, par- is, a, is a partner in it. And therefore, all together, we do have that obligation to put up that fence. Again, different to a shul, where you say the people of the city built a shul, but they don't have the obligation because there's so many other people that have the rights to come and use it. It doesn't belong to anyone in a certain sense. In a footnote, the Rebbe also gives another very geshmaka reason why the Beis HaMikdash would be chayiv to have this fence is because the Beis HaMikdash is someone's personal house, the Hashem's house. It's the house of Hashem. And we know that whatever Hashem tells the Yidin to do any mitzvah, he's obligated Kvayochel himself. And therefore, Beis HaMikdash, the Eibishter tells the Yidin to make this fence because it's the Eibishter's house, and the Eibishter's house also needs to make sure that no one will fall off, etc. 
The Rebbe asks, there's another reason why a shul is exempt from a, uh, from a fence, and that is because it's not made, it's not a dwelling place, it's not made for living in. And therefore, the Beis HaMikdash is also not made for living in. So why would it need a fence around the roof? So the Rebbe says, a place to live in a dira, a dwelling place, is primarily connected with where you eat. Like we find by sukkah. Sukkah, the Pasuk says, that you need it, the sukkah is teishvu shivas yamim, we're told that teishvu kein tadura, we need to live in the sukkah like we live in the house, but what's the main mitzvah of sukkah? It's where we eat. We need to be eating in the sukkah, that's the primary way how we live in the sukkah, sim- similar to our house. And therefore, the Beis HaMikdash, since there's a concept of eating carbonates in the Beis HaMikdash, which is a mitzvah, therefore it becomes like a Beis Dira, a place where one lives. And the Rebbe says this is different to a shul. In a shul, sometimes there may be certain eating in certain cases, but it would be considered ara, it's completely temporary. Technically, a person has to eat there, and he may eat there for certain reasons. But in the Beis HaMikdash, because it's a mitzvah to eat a carbon, that mitzvah makes it a much more permanent thing. In fact, not only in the general Beis HaMikdash, but sometimes even in the Heichel, if they couldn't for whatever reason, they couldn't eat in the Azara, then it's even in the Heichel itself, and therefore it becomes like a dwelling place, which is Chayov in having the fence around the roof. The Rebbe now turns to Pnimi Yisrael and Yonim, what the idea of a fence is all about. And the difference between the Beis HaMikdash and the says the Rebbe, the roof refers to the idea of, a person's roof would be the idea of holding himself high, haughty, arrogance, and so on. I see, so Michael Gagecha means you need a limit, and you need to fence that off. You need to make some sort of fence around this gaiva. We don't want that anyone should fall, meaning to say, because really all falls in Ruchni Yisrael are all a result of haughtiness, of gaiva, of yeshus, of arrogance, and so on. And this is what the Pasuk is saying, that you have this gag, this arrogance, you need to make sure to fence it off. What is the idea that we say that the Micah needs to be in the base of Migdash as well? A person shouldn't say to himself, where do I need to be careful with my gaiva? That's only if the gaiva is from regular, ordinary, mundane um, we, uh, types of things, gashmizik of things. But if it's a gaiva of Kedusha, He's proud of being a year, going in the ways of Hashem, etc. There's absolutely no, no room for concern. Why do I need to make a fence? Why do I need to be cautious and careful? Comes the Hirod that no, even in the Beis HaMikdash, even in the Heichel, part of that is the Kodesh HaKadoshim, the greatest thing. On top of that, you still need to have that Micah, you need to still have this extra care to make sure that Chas V'Shalom, nothing negative should come out of it and be careful that there shouldn't be this Gaiva in this way. The Rebbe continues the Hirod. The Rebbe says, what is the mica for? Simply, it's mainly not for the person himself, but nobody else should be falling off your roof. What does this mean, Baruchnius? That the main place where you need to be careful is that nobody else should have an afilah. Nobody else should fall down because of your gaiva. What does that mean? A person might be trying to spread Yiddishkeit, being makar of another year to Hashem, which is like the idea of Kisivna by you're building a new house, you're not only sufficing with your own avoider, you're building a house, a new environment, filled with Yiddishkeit, being makar of Yidin to the Hamishter. But if one speaks to another person, if you speak with Bittu, if you speak with with humility, without sort of having ulterior motives. You speak with words coming from your heart, then we know it goes into the other person's heart and really impacts him. But if you're, the way you're being a Makarim is coming with some form of arrogance, haughtiness, etc., then you might, not only are you not going to impact him, but in fact you may distance him from Hashem. Another point, says the Rebbe. The Pasek says, Ki yipoil hanoifel mimenu. 
So Chazal say, what does it mean? The, 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 the one who falls will fall. So Chazal say, but if a person falls off the roof, it means he deserved to fall. But Megalgul and Tzchusai Dezaka, good things happen to good people, bad things happen to bad people. So he fell off your roof, obviously it has it's something to do with you, but this person was meant to fall. So in Avoidus Hashem says the Rebbe what this might mean is, the person that's being Makar of the other Yid might say, look, if the other person is a Neufel anyways, if the person is someone who's falling down anyways, then what's it my problem? If that person would be the way he's supposed to be, he would be able to distinguish between that which is good which I'm giving him, the words of Torah that I'm giving him, trying to be a Makarev, and ignore my Yeshus. The fact that he's focusing on my yeshus, on my arrogance, proves that he's anyways a noifel. He's someone that's falling down anyways. So why is that my problem? Says the Pasuk, no, even if that person is a noifel, you have the obligation to make sure that he doesn't fall as a result of you. And as we said, Megalgalin, bad things happen through bad people. We don't want you to be that person that because of you, he's falling down. Says the Rebbe, now, the person who's being kind of the other person might argue the other way. If there's such a danger, I'm going to be mirachic that person because of my arrogance. So why do I have to build a house at all? Meaning, why do I have to be mishtadl? Put in the effort to be of more yidden. There's this danger involved. So the Pasuk says, no. You have the obligation. Go and build a house. You have your portion in the world that you need to do, that you need to get involved in. The chidush that you need to do in the world. You can't rely on other people, neither of previous generations or this generation. You have the obligation to build a new a, a new, a new bias, a new house, a new environment filled with elikos. If you meet a yid, you need to be a makarev, then you need to deal with him. Are you going to say you have this gaiva? Well, first of all, it's not the other person's problem that he should lose out just because you have your gaiva. What should you do? Go make that mic and go make the fence. Limit and stop the gaiva. The Rebbe says a story of the middle Rebbe where there was a certain chassid that said to the middle Rebbe that when he goes around chazering chassidus, giving over words of chassidus, he's feeling a certain sense of arrogance, of haughtiness. And therefore he wants to stop. The middle Rebbe says no. You have to continue, no matter what happens to you. He's using an expression, even if you turn into an onion, you have to do your job. Go chazer the chassidus. At the same time, of course, yes, make that fence and make sure there's no gaiva. Says the Rebbe, now we can also understand the difference between the Beis HaMikdash and a regular shul. We said that the main concern for the Micah is when it needs to impact other people. You don't want to make Chas Hashem someone fall down because of your arrogance. Says the Rebbe like this, a shul and a Beis medrash is mainly your avoider with yourself, your own Torah and Tefillah. You're removed from the world. And therefore, there is, you're only involved in Kedusha, and therefore there isn't so much of a concern of falling down. On the other hand, on the, other hand the Beis HaMikdash represents the general avoider of the person. Making a dira betachtoinim, spreading light of the Eibush into the whole world, as the Beis Hamikdash spread light into the whole world, and etc. And therefore, in a regular shul, we say there is no obligation for that Micah. But in the Beis Hamikdash, which is all about making the environment into a dira for Hashem and being makar of other people as well, that's why here specifically we need to be extra cautious and have the fence as well.